across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a guest today. I've been trying to get these guys on the line for a while, and I finally got them on the hook, and I'm excited today. I got Bubba Mills. He's the CEO of Corcoran Coaching and Consulting, one of the, one of the largest real estate agent coaching companies out there, and uh, one that's been at it for a long time, long as I can remember, back from my days with Howard Britton, I remember Bob Corcoran. So I'm excited to have uh, Bubba Mills on the on the line with us, and we're going to dig into some really, really good, actionable content that you could leave today with and make more money, because that's really, at the end of the day, what this is all about. So without further ado, Bubba, you ready to get going? I am, man. Let's do this. So um, why don't you tell our Rockstar Nation about you, Bubba, so they can get to know you better. Oh, wow. How long do we have? (laughs) (laughs) I've been in the mortgage real estate industry since 1987. Owned a couple of mortgage companies, sold them, done real estate, owned a collection agency, owned an identity theft company, ran two REO companies. I'm a I'm an entrepreneur at heart with the concept of um, God has never let me fail at anything. I just know how not to do something 25 different ways. Wow, I love it. I love it. I love it. And and so, you know, I remember we met, uh, you know, eight years ago. You were a big player in the REO. You were coaching agents how to get contracts or how to get Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Bank of America, whatever, uh, as clients to sell more houses and get more listings. And then you've you've progressed on. Now, now you're running Bob Corcoran's coaching company. Tell me about that. How's life doing that? And what's your day spent doing nowadays? You know, it, it's funny. Life is great. Thank you very much for asking. You know, the interesting part about it, a lot of people don't understand the, the, the relationship between myself and Bob. Um, I had a coaching company. Uh, Bob had a coaching company. Uh, we spoke at a conference together, and I said, man, this guy's great. I love his core values. I love his culture. I love how he's doing things. A mutual friend introduced us. He liked what I was doing, how I was doing it. He was kind of missing the, the, the big REO piece of it. Um, and I did not have as much operations to be able to handle the, the, the traditional and the property management side of it. It was, you know, we, I was a smaller company than he was. And, you know, we kind of did a handshake and said, Hey, you know what? Let, let's team up. Let's do this together. We both have, um, same similar backgrounds, same type of companies. And literally we did a handshake and said, you know what? I'll do this. You pay me, you do this. I'll pay you for three and a half years. That's how we did it not a piece of paper on earth. It was probably one of the, the most, the, the best business decisions made um, because two people didn't, they didn't need each other. They kind of wanted each other and it was fun. And, you know, as we've progressed now, six and a half, six and a half years later, um, you know, it's been, it's been amazing. I mean, it, it literally has been between the traditional, most of our clients have multiple pillars. 
Um, the number one pillar, 75 to 80% of the business is traditional. Um, 15 to 20% is REO in some places is property management. We've got clients that open up mortgage companies, title companies, insurance companies, and we coach on all of it. So you're looking at building a team and being a serial entrepreneur, give us a call. We'd be happy to help you guys. That's incredible. So what would you say is like one thing that is new to the way you're coaching these agents today? Like in 2016, what is new and different that you're having to deal with as a real estate agent, a real estate agent team coach? Technology and lack of shaking hands. There's, there's really um, a couple of separate different ger- generational um, sales that happen. I mean, I've been doing this from when we had five by seven cards. There wasn't uh, a Boomtown, a Commission Zinc, a Firepoint. Um, you know, didn't have these big old robust systems. Um, you know, we did business in our local community with a handshake. We knocked on doors. We were with the Rotary Club. Um, you know, I was with Toastmasters, Latip, you name it. Anywhere and everywhere I could meet people. I was a scoutmaster of the Boy Scouts. And that's how we built our business from the ground up was shaking hands. And today, you know, statistics are showing, I think it's well north of 90% of all consumers are looking for properties online before they even talk to an agent, hmm. before they even talk to a mortgage company. Google and is the number one most educated person in everybody's life across the world, and nobody can shake a hand with Google. It's interesting because I have learned, you know, especially in the last two to three years, it's actually become more prevalent in people's businesses that a belly to belly and face to face relationship is worth what it was back in the eighties because of the bubble because of the burst and there was a lack of trust and the real estate agents screwed all the consumers and the banks just raped everybody for, for money and business and interest rates and the appraisers were everybody had a finger in this thing, man. You know, it's like you can't go point a finger, but what it did is it lowered our respect level in consumers eyes down to used car salespeople. And right. that's the part that hurt us. Okay. So I, I love this conversation. Now, a hundred percent agree with you that today's consumers, especially the younger consumers out there have a mistrust for, let's just say real estate agents, uh, because that's what this show is about. But let's say have a mistrust for salespeople and real estate agents. Now, some would say that that's just who they are because they can get everything online and uh, many times are able to say to an agent who doesn't know what the hell they're doing, uh, no, you're wrong. That That's uh, not quite right. Or kind of have an attitude of, I know more than you. I've been researching for 30 days on this real estate market in this zip code. And this is the first house you've shown in this zip code in, in three weeks or, or ever. And so I think some of that mistrust comes from almost feeling smarter and more educated than some of the agents. So, so what do you do about that? So I agree with that. And this is the amazing part that always circles back around. And in my professional opinion, if a consumer could buy a house without having a real estate agent, if a consumer could do a mortgage without having a loan officer, they'd do it themselves. 
It's, it's well, they the, can. They got Rocket Mortgage, and they got you know, and they true. got these companies coming out now where agents are going to be able to, uh, buyers are going to be able to do it without a real estate agent. However, there's no protection, and this is the interesting part about it, right? I can go buy a house without a real estate agent. However, is the listing agent really going to protect me on my best interest when their best interest is the selling, is to sell the house? Yeah. Okay? And this is where consumers don't understand. There's a reason why. In divorces, there's two attorneys. There's not one attorney representing a husband and a wife. There's a reason for that. There's a reason why in real estate, there's buyer's agents and there's seller's agents. Because they both have different outcomes. A seller's agent is to sell the house for the highest price mm. at the shortest amount of time. And a buyer's agent is to get the house at the cheapest price. Isn't that a conflict? Think about it. Yes. So you get in the middle of it, great. Look, I have so many clients that, that represent both sides. However, I love the team environment where there's buyers that work with buyers and there's, and there's listing partners that work with sellers. That's it. So back to the point that you're talking about, this is, this is one of the most interesting generations that we've ever had. And the reason why, there was a whole generation that did not have the American dream of first-time homeownership. They saw their parents and their grandparents lose everything they had in the, in, the, in the market. Everything they had. They lost their houses. Grandparents couldn't afford it. They were moving back in with kids. They couldn't go to retirements. They, it was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. So these, these gener this generation was growing up through this, through high school, into college, you know, now getting into their first jobs. They weren't interested in it. They really weren't interested in it. And the time has come, has come, consumer confidence is back in, interest rates are low, um, we're starting to see the housing market show appreciation, and now they're coming back into it. The difference with it is, is this is the technology world now. This is where Zillow and Realtor, right, own the market. And it's, it's, it's amazing that I say this, because this is a conversation that I have with almost every single one of the teams that I coach, and this happens... I'm going to say at least once a month, not to exaggerate, closer to more than once a week. Okay. And a, a consumer calls in and says, hey, um, I want to go look at this house at 123 Main Street, um, and they always want this. This is the first thing they want. Can you meet me in the house to show it? Well, you know, one, for security purposes, we're not Pop-Tart realtors. We don't just pop up out of our desk and go meet some stranger at a house. Okay, there, there, there's been enough violence in this industry to know that's not safe. Number two, the consumer doesn't want to give you as much information um, up front that they used to. Before, it was much easier on the phone going, all right, well, let's talk about, you know, what's your motivation? What are you looking for? You know, what, what kind of housing are you into this neighborhood because of the school districts? What is it? Now it's just like, hey, I can do it. Um, you know, Zillow says, you know, it's $250,000. And this is a conversation that happens by the end of every one of the conversations. Oh, did you know that that house is only $250,000 because the backyard backs up to a freeway or a busy street? You know, there's train tracks. The things that a lot of the online engines don't tell you. This is where we are experts in the industry. Mm. And it's amazing when we're talking to people on the phone, telling them why we're experts and why we're there to protect them. Why are all the other houses selling for three twenty five? This one's two fifty. So, so that the, the way to combat it, right, is to be smarter than that yep. kid, right? That is to be yeah. smarter than that person. Because if you're not 
educating yourself about your market, I, I, I think you're dead. I mean, I think that it's, it's a struggle. I'll be honest with you. I had two buyers, right, who are both mentees of mine, right? And they both uh, decided, hey, you know, we want to get into the investment game, which I, which I encourage and I love, right? Now, I, I set them up both with agents in my office and, you know, they're running them around and both of them, you know, just became so educated about the market and just started feeling so much smarter than the agent and running the agents ragged uh, to boot that uh, I said, why don't, you, why, don't, why don't you go get your license, why don't you get your license and hang it with me? Then you could, you know, kick back the commission and buy it for a discount anyways. So uh, both of them end up doing that. But um, the point is that I think that this surge of younger generation buyers and more educated uh, buyers is just going to annoy agents uh, to the fact that the only way to combat it is just to be smarter than them and not to kind of be dumber than them. Let me... You know what, Pat? Let's do this. I, I live my life based on stories. I love life stories. I love principles. I love everything else. I'm, I want to have a little story with you. Do you mind? It'll just take a couple of minutes. Yeah, let's do it. All right, let me ask you a question. Have you ever decided you wanted to buy a big screen TV? Yes. Okay. So you said, I want to get a big screen TV. The first thing you do, now, I want you to follow this story and relate it to a buyer buying a house. All right? That's the premise. You said, I'm going to buy a big screen TV. So what do you do? You go over to your computer. You go up to Google. You go up to Best Buy. I'm just using that corporate name. You go to Best Buy, and you start banging away on this thing, and you're searching. That's what consumers do on Zillow and Realtor.com and every other website that's out there, right? They just start searching. Bah, bah, yep. bah, 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 yep. bah. You got what you're looking for. You know your price range. You know your brand. You know everything else. Now game. you want immediate gratification. So what do you do? You get in the car, and you drive down the street to Best Buy, correct? Right. You open up the door at Best Buy, and you know where all of the TVs are, it's the largest wall in Best Buy. I'm walking you back. Go, yeah. You go right back there. You don't talk to anybody along the way, correct? Right, exactly. You go right back to the TVs, and you stand there at the TV going, that's the one right there. That's, it. that's amazing. Now, I'm going to do a little side note on this, because I have the same experience that you did. However, something happened different, and this is the interesting part. I'm standing with my wife, looking at this TV. This is a this is a Sony TV that I'm looking at. It's in my price range. It's the size I'm looking for, everything else. And I'm sitting there, and then I'm looking down below to see if there's anything in stock. And then all of a sudden, from the right-hand side, an individual says, Sir, do you need any assistance, or can I help you with anything? And I look over, and it's a guy in a blue shirt, yellow writing, says Best Buy, and it says Sony on the side of his shirt. And I was like... That's kind of interesting. And I said, well, actually, I looked at this TV online. This is what I'm looking for. It's got all the things that we're, um, that we're looking at, interested you know, in, in buying in the TV. And he says, sir, can I ask you a question? And I went, okay. He says, does 100% of the people, 100% of the seats in your front room all face the TV directly? Okay, now look, I'm a marketing, advertising, salesperson right. at heart. And I'm thinking, why in the hell this guy asked that question? Yeah. However, intrigued. And I said, <laughs> now you say that. I actually, I have a sectional. So I have a couple of chairs that are a little bit of an angle. And he says, okay, so the reason why I asked that is because LG has this new TV that's out. It's not a curved screen, 
but on the very one-eighth of an inch on both sides of the TV, it's a little rounded. And it's this technology called LG RR3A or whatever it was called, right? And I went, oh, that's very interesting. I did not know that. And he said, just so you know, this TV, it's about 200 bucks cheaper than what you're looking for. and has a couple of more functions. Would you be interested in looking at it? Now... Are you following me here, Pat? I'm going, yeah, what? I want to yeah, hire yeah, this guy. Right, right, right. right yeah, well, I'm yeah. hiring this guy. <laughs> so I was like, yes. I looked at my wife. She goes, yes. He goes, we don't have any in stock. So let's go over and let me pull it up on the website. Isn't this what we do when we're doing the buyer presentation? Right? Mm, yeah. Now we go yeah, like, yeah, on yeah. the website. Bam, 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 bam. He pulls it up. He scrolls down. He shows me that one thing. He shows me the TV. It's beautiful. It's everything else. I'm like, this is amazing. He goes, and it's $200 cheaper and all that kind of fun stuff. And I said, this is amazing. I love it. I want it. Where's it at? He goes, oh, we don't have that in stock. And I said, wait, let me ask you a question. You're selling me an LG. However, on your shirt, it says Sony. It, it says Sanyo. And he says, yeah. He goes, I'm, a, I'm an expert in that brand. However, I work for Best Buy. You're my client, and it's whatever is your best interest is what I'm here for. Mm. You follow this process. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Right. I love it. Great analogy. Then he stabs me in the heart. Hey, we don't have any on stock. What the hell? I want immediate gratification. <laughs> right? He says, I can ever deliver to your house in 48 hours. Today's Friday on Monday. You'll have it in your, in your house for the exact same price and everything else. And I said, you know what? I'll take it. Credit card in there. Signed it. Shook the guy's hand. And a life experience created in my head. Right. Let me ask you a question. If you're a consumer, you wake up in the morning, you decide you want to buy a house. You go online, all whatever website search you're looking for, you're looking for it. And then all of a sudden, you make the contact. I'm talking to a real estate agent. The one question I have to ask you, Pat, do you have to be a salesperson or did that person already decide they're going to buy a TV or a house? You still need to be a salesperson, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Was the individual at Best Buy a salesperson or were they really a solution provider? Huh. Wow. Yeah, I would say a solution provider. Exactly. He didn't have to sell me. I walked in knowing I'm buying something. Right. Yeah, yeah. You were, you, you kind of, like you said, like a buyer that's, you know, I'm going to buy a house, right? I'm going to buy a right. house this year or I'm going to buy a house by this date. Yep. So they already know they're buying a house. However, they don't know what they don't know until you let them know what they don't know. Mm. So wow. really what we have to do is take ourselves a little bit out of the sales mode and say, these people already want to buy a house. So you know what I have to do to be able to establish a relationship with this individual? I need to find out what their problems are. <laughs> no one, they don't have a license. They got to have me to be able to search everything Two. They can't go open up a lockbox and show a house. They got to have me. Three is their tunnel vision. They're looking at these houses online, doing all these searches, having their little favorites with their hearts and sending them messages every time something comes up and everything else. However, it's not customized the way that an agent can do it. Mm. So they need, they need me. They need my data. They need my IDX. They need my, they need my market watch list. They need me to be customized that. And on top of that, they need me. There's two things that happen in real estate. There's an emotional and there's a business decision made on any transaction that, that's, that's, that has to be that large. And you also have to look at personality types. 
You've got the DNCs. They only care about results. Bottom line, how much money is it? That's it. You've got the I's and the S's that are just like, oh, my God, that house is beautiful. I love it. Look at the flowers, the flower pot. You know, they're just everywhere. So you have two emotions. My job is to balance those emotions. I've got to find the one that you love, however, protects you, because just because you're qualified for 450 doesn't mean I can't sell you a house that's 375 that might have more amenities because you didn't look in that area. You didn't know it's the same school district. You didn't know these things. This is where they need us. So you have to kind of find tricks, uh, and tricks is a bad word. You have to find things that set you apart like the Best Buy guy did. Like, hey, what does your couch look like? As agents, we need to start asking questions that would be like, what does your couch look like to prove that we're worth more than a computer, than IT. So what are some questions that we could ask that make us look better than artificial intelligence? So somebody's looking for a house in Oceanside, California, where I grew up. First question I ask, I notice the house you're looking at is in Oceanside. Is that the only area that you're looking at? Is that the only area that you're looking at? Okay, so why are you asking that? Well, because here's the thing. You're looking at Oceanside. More than likely, you're looking at a price range, right? And in between, and they're usually every, you know, 25000 range, 150 to, well, actually, it's a bit higher than that, 325 to, to 450 in this area. And they say, well, yes, out of curiosity, is there a reason why you're only looking at that area? Ask the questions. They're going to give you the answers. Well, yes, my son is going to be going to Oceanside High School. Boom. I already know it. I know the motivation. Once I know the motivation, now I can lead the next questions down what I need to get. Hmm. Okay? okay. So I know they want to go to Oceanside School District. Oceanside School District overlaps in the Vista and in some places of Carlsbad. However, they didn't know that because they're moving to a new area. So they don't know that stuff. I might be able to find a house in Vista that's $50,000 less that has a pool in the same school district, given the same value that they would have never seen, because you can't do that on Realtor.com or Zillow. you got to have me. It's the little questions. Motivation is the number one thing, and location. Why? you got to get to the why. It's the same concept. I go to a car lot. If I go to a used car lot, I'm going to be drawn to a type of car or truck. And ask yourself this, why? Why were you drawn to it? Right. That's all we have to do in real estate. Why? Why were you, you drawn to it? Why, yeah, why are you calling on that house? Or what attracts you about that house? Yep. What are you attracted what are the, to? Yeah. What are the three most important qualities that you're looking for in a house? And hopefully all three of them hit that house they called on. And you um, know what's going to happen? <laughs> most of them are going to be price, square footage, and room count. Price, price, square footage, and room count. Okay. Right. Those are the three most important things that anybody's looking for in a house. You agree with that? Yeah, the challenge with that is then is, is then you could be replaced by artificial intelligence, right? Nope. Uh, that, See, you have to ask the next qualifying question. Okay, yeah, this we is have what to get to the for. why. I just open dialogue. I'm keeping the guy on the phone from hanging up with me. Got it. Okay. So if I showed you 150 houses that met those requirements, what would be your next most important quality? And I'll narrow it down. Seriously, I'll narrow it down. So you say, if I showed you 150 houses that had all those, that, that, those qualities and you hated them all, what would it be next? No, what I would like is to narrow down from 150 options 
and start giving you more of exactly what you're looking for. I want a three-car garage instead of a two. Great. I want a pool. Great. I want it, um, you know, next to a lake, a golf course, or whatever. I have to ask the qualifying questions to narrow the search down. And then the, the, basically the power of it is, is, you know what's amazing? You just gave me a list of 15 things that you're looking for a house. Did you know? There's actually seven of them that meet that price range. I'd love for you to be able to come into my office. Let's go through the home buying process. Let's sit there and look at these properties, and we can set up some schedule, uh, schedule some showings. How's that sound? Hmm. I don't meet anybody at house. You're coming to my office. Or I'm going to meet you at a Starbucks or somewhere else. Well, could you just give me the addresses so I can well, drive by? I could. However, the, the situation that you have is, let me ask you a question. And, and this is probably going to be one of the most profound questions you're ever going to get asked. Okay. Will you be able to make a determination on the house by driving by it? Well. So remember, Pat, you called me in regards to 123 Main Street. Right. And my job as an expert in real estate is to make sure that I protect you and your interest and your money, making sure I get you the best house. We can go by and see that one, too, and these other ones. However, what you need to do is come in. Let's look at them. There might be other options available for you. I'd like to meet you, shake your hand. Hmm. See, it's the why. That's all you got to get yeah, to. Yeah, get yeah, to yeah. the why. To the at relationship the the day, and, and to get to the why and to, you know, and how do I know as, as an agent that, you know, ex exactly the perfect house for you exists? Until we start looking at a couple and you tell me what you like and don't like. Yep. You know, it's not just as simple. So uh, let me shift gears a little bit, Bubba, because, um, uh, you know, I heard you talk once about some, uh, you, you had these three stories. I can't remember the exact name of the speech, but uh, these three stories about advertising was brilliant. It was all about advertising and how it pertains to real estate agents. And can, can you discuss that a little bit? Yes. In fact, I, I love it when you let me tell stories, but I appreciate that. <laughs> So I'm going to role play again with you real quick. Yeah, let's do it. You ever heard of ivory soap? Yes. You have. Okay. I have. Back in the early to late 70s, ivory soap took a 65% market share in barred soaps because of what campaign? Oh, wow. Uh, ivory soap. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember it was white, I think. Yep. So interesting. Ivory soap was the first bar of soap to float. Okay. Okay. Because back in the 70s, we took more baths than we took showers. And you hate it when you sit in the bathtub. You drop the soap. The thing's sitting at the bottom. You're digging around through the water for it. Okay. So what they did is they created the first bar to float. So hmm. the interesting part about it is they never said they got rid of more bacteria, made you cleaner, fresher, moisturizer. They didn't do any of that. What they did is they showed they're different, not better than. In marketing, mm. a lot of people use the word better than. They use the word competition. Yes. In my professional opinion, I don't have competition. Whoa. Look, and, and I'll say this Why? live to, yeah. everyone, yeah. to every one of your listeners. Yes, okay? please. Live. I send business to Ferry, Proctor, Buffini, Dirk Zeller. I send them to other coaching companies. Really? You know, you know why? No. Because... They do things differently than I do. Okay. I, my company coaches teams, independent brokerage owners, and franchises. We don't coach individual agents. So when somebody contacts our office, we find out exactly what they're looking for in their career, 
what's best going to help them, and we'll tell them, call one of these companies. Because that's not what we do. Our ivory soap is we specialize in teams, franchises, and independent brokerages. That is what we do. So when you say, if I said, Pat, I'm better than Mike Ferry, is that a fair statement? No, it's not fair. Cause, it's not. Because Mike my Ferry opinion, teaches, right? Uh, yeah, right, something Ferry different. is amazing. He makes millionaires out of agents. He's got an amazing program, amazing program. And that's why I don't have a problem setting a business. I really don't. Now, if I said, you know what, Pat? We do things different than Mike Ferry. Is that offensive to you? No, not at all. So if I own Bubba Real Estate and I said, we're better than Remax. Right. It's opinionated, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it is. Isn't it, it less is. offensive? That's what you I expect say? people to say, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And I don't say competition. I say we're different than other professionals in our industry. Wow. That's, that's nice. Yeah. Very honorable. Because I will never, ever, ever step on somebody to make me look better. It's not going to happen. I'm only 5'6". I need a ladder anyways. You'd think I'd be the first one to do it. But I will <laughs> never step on somebody to make myself higher. I can't. It's not fair. Some people choose me because they like me. Some people choose me because of referrals, because of past clients, because of speaking. People choose Ferry the same way. And Proctor and Buffini, NAEA, Dirk Zeller, there's so many of them out there. We all do things different, not better than. That's all. Okay. Okay, so I got it. Okay, so that uh, that was the first one. What's the second yeah. one? So the, the promise of that is ivory soap, figure out what makes you float. That's your value proposition. Figure out what right. makes you float. I like that. Yeah. I like it. That's it. Yeah, that's brilliant. You know, it's brilliant. Every, yeah. Everybody says the words rise above the crowd. Okay, well, I'm going to say float on top of the water. Same concept. Right. Choose, and it's more memorable. Yeah. Why are you ivory soap? Now, mm, good. I, I, it, it's funny because there's the, you understand that there is a crap load of past client programs, products, implementations, everything else. You agree with that? It, tons, yeah. And it's time, you know, I, you know, a coach like you, you've got to be overwhelmed with, hey, what's the best CRM? What what do you recommend for, you know, the best lead generation source for buyers? What's the best lead generation? And I, listings. And I, and I get, you know, and I try to get those questions answered on this show, but it's never the, rarely is it the same answer. Okay. So I'll go ahead and answer those before I, before I give you a little bit of a comparison about past clients. Okay. One, it's very interesting. I still love top producer. Mm, why? And you, did you know that I run my coaching company on Top Producer? Uh-oh. Let me throw that out to the world. Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. We run our company on Top Producer. You can build your own action plans. It's got my own past client programs in it. It's got, uh, it's got all my management. I have an action plan based on what type of client, who the coach is going to be, who the resource coach. Um, we coach as a team here. So a coach has a resource coach and a client care coordinator. Because we coach teams, so it can't just be an individual. Right. So I have action plans based on what size team you are. Um, are you buyer or listing heavy centric? Um, are you an independent, a franchise? So we customize exactly what you're looking for, right? And we have to launch that plan. Top Producer does all that. I have all my past clients in Top Producer. I have all my action plans in Top Producer. I've got coaches that are not only here in my office, but I got them in, in 12 different states. 
They log into Top Producer. We're virtual. Bam, 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 bam. Why? Why can I use Top Producer and everybody says, Top Producer doesn't do what it doesn't do. I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> Pat, the best CRM that you can ever use yes. is the one you're willing to use. Mm, true, true. Everybody goes shiny objects. Well, Everybody. That's, yeah. yeah. Okay? So you also have to determine, okay, are you using Boomtown? Boomtown or Commission Zinc? Um, Firepoint, they've got amazing backends. Amazing. Where you don't need a CRM, right? You yeah, need I mean, that, that is your plan. CRM, yeah. You're in Boomtown. You're in the back end of Boomtown. You're right. calling. You're rating. They raise their hand. They're ready to go. They come in to make the appointment. Bam. I take it from Boomtown. I put them in a top producer. I launch the action plan. That's all you need. Right. Everybody oversimplifies business. The only thing I tell you to do is don't use an Excel spreadsheet. That's all. <laughs> don't use an Excel spreadsheet. So that's in my prof- in okay. my professional I mean, that's opinion. A fair answer. I mean, I love you, pop, yeah. pop producer. Okay. On on lead on the lead generation side, I'm still a boomer. I've probably got sixty percent of my clients that are boomers. Well, it kind of overlays because I've got a lot of clients that have commission take and boom down. I got some that have on um, Firepoint. I have some that have. Now they're the uh, same thing, Firepoint. right? I mean, so so here's the here's the interesting. Aren't they part only about using it. part of it if they're doing both? Yes and no. Okay, if if you're doing both, it also depends on the number and quality of leads that you can get in the size of your team. In my professional opinion, an agent on a team gets twenty five leads per month max. Okay. There's a lot of people out there giving 100 leads a month. You know why? You're throwing 80% of your marketing dollars away because that agent's cherry-picking on the only ones that can call back. You have given them too much. They cannot make that many calls in a month, and they're throwing your leads in the trash. Stop it. An agent should not get more than 25 leads per month. That is some 35 some 15 if they're just starting now now and and lead is an ambiguous word nowadays because like if you're getting a lead that's just an email and not a name that's a pretty shitty lead if you're getting a lead that is an email a mailing address a phone number a first and last name and husband's name um you know that's a quality lead you get 25 of those a month and and you're happy um, so, so what do you recommend? Name, what do you, what, if they just what, come in with a name, I wouldn't assign them to an agent. That'd be that'd be a company lead. I'd stick them in the incubation um, system. Uh, I'd have uh, either an ISA or somebody in the front end of it sending qualifying emails out to get them to raise their hand. If not, it stays in the company. So, ba- so basically, an that's an, a lead is not a lead until you get most of those things that I said. Basically, you're 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 upgrading them or you're creating forms that block them unless you're getting all that information. Agree. Okay. And you know what? I'll tell you my favorite lead. Yep. IVR. Hmm. I love. If I can answer the phone all day long saying this is Bubba with Bubba Real Estate, uh, it's it's another great day at Corcoran. This is Bubba. Which house might I price for you today? That's all I got to say. It's the easiest script known to mankind. That's it. What what, what is it again? What's the script? So uh, it's another great day at Corcoran Consulting and Coaching. This is Bubba. Which house may I price for you today? Which house may I price for you today? You already know everything else. When when it comes to ProQuest or VoicePad or whatever it says, Somebody's calling in regards to 123 Main Street. The current list price is 325. Right. Would you like to accept the call? That's all. It's the easiest script to throw it out there. Because then people are like, one, oh, wow, he was cheery. 
It's another great day for Gonzalez. Right, cheery. Right, <laughs> and, and, and this is you're calling people after they've gotten nope. the free automated uh, price. This is when that. See, here's the problem. This is when they press zero and to get a live yep. person. Okay. If, if I give you the same technology as one of my clients and somebody who's not a client and somebody who's over here and somebody who's over here, you're going to get different results. Got it. It's just going to happen. So, and and for people listening, this is an 800 number that you would call. IVR is. Yep. Forget what it stands for, but it's eight hundred number you call to get uh, free information on prices without having to speak to a live person, and you can always hit zero to get a live person. IVR's interactive voice response system. The okay. two largest oh. are ProQuest um, and VoicePad. Um, you've got Buyer Acquire. There's a whole um, inside of Land Voice has it. There's a lot of different companies out there that have it. So here's the premise, okay? Pat, somebody's calling that number to find out one thing. You agree? Yeah, they're calling because they want the price. Right. So if I've got a property, if my average sales price is two fifty in the market and I got a property at one twenty five, mm. I'm putting the list price on there. Because I don't want a whole bunch of buyers <laughs> half under my market value. Well there and, and there you go. There you go because another way to qualify your buyer leads, you're like, oh, 25 leads a month. I could see an agent complaining, oh, 25 leads a month. No, 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 no. These these are qualifications of the lead. It's over two fifty. Because right. everything under two fifty, we're putting the price on right. all the stuff. Yeah, and you know, I've always, I've always believed to a degree that in a world that respected the consumers, right, that we would just put prices on signs, right? I mean, like I got uh, there's, there's a guy who has his house for sale by owner. It's a lot, um, two streets over from me, and the price is right there on the sign, and I'm like. You know, the reason he did that is because he's so freaking overpriced that he doesn't want people bothering him, right? And I always knew that we didn't put prices on signs as agents because we want to be able to cure those buyers. But in a real transparent world, we would just put the price on the sign. So there's several, you know, it's, it's funny. I love this call, Pat, because we're all over the place, and I love it. Let's just keep going. You throw it out there, and let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's an article that uh, somebody wrote. Uh, in fact, it was published on Realtor.com about how how crappy agents are at open houses. That the truth behind it is the agent's not doing an open house to sell your property. The agent's doing an open house to make money on your house and get buyers so they can get more clients. This whole article went out, man. Just telling this is why agents do it. It doesn't sell your house. You know, 8% of people that go to an open house actually decide to buy the house they go into. I mean, this article was like, crap, why did you show my secret sauce? You know what I mean? Yeah, I look yeah, at it same this way. way. Yeah. I look at it this way. I love open houses for two reasons. I do it for listings, not for buyers. I do it for listings, not for mm, buyers. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. You know why? It's because I do an open house Friday night. That is a neighborhood open house. And I farm a two-block neighborhood. And I give them a flyer saying we're doing an open house specifically for the neighbors of this house. That you could preview the house prior to the public coming in. And if you have any friends, families, or coworkers that are interested in buying in this neighborhood, please have them come over. See, I want you to remember when we were kids, what we used to do. I knew neighbors eight blocks, eight houses down from my house. We'd shut down the street. We'd play kickball. We would have a potluck at somebody's house. We were so community-oriented that life is gone. 
you don't know your neighbors two doors down. 90% mm. of the people don't know their neighbors three doors down. Yeah. So what I've done, I've done several things now. One, I brought the community together. Two, the, no, the neighbors, they're the nosiest friggin' people on earth. And they're going to come walking through your open house anyways. So you don't know if somebody's interested, not interested, or the neighbor or not. Now I know who the neighbors are. So they won't come to my open house when it's on the public. I know I can stay on point to everybody that comes in. And number three on it is they say, well, wow, I've never been invited to another open house. Well, see, that's my ivory soap, isn't it? Mm, wow. Good, good, good. I love it. And and tying us right back to where we started there with the ivory soap. Now, what's the, let's, let, I mean, we're going to get through this. So what's the, what, what's the second one? So I like to tell a story. Yeah. Again, I'm great at stories, right? Yes. Have you heard of this company called Starbucks? Yes. All right. Let me tell you why I don't like Starbucks. I don't like Starbucks because they don't know me. I went to the same Starbucks for five years. Five years. Mm. myself and my wife would get the same coffee every day for five years. Mm. We're that complacent. I get an ice quad, Vinci mocha, light ice, no whip. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Every day. I get it every day. Five years for the same one. Do you think once during this entire process, they would ask my name? They would know my order. They would know my car. They would see my face. No. Every day I had to give the exact same thing. I'd have to tell them what I'm looking for. And it's interesting because it never really tasted the same day after day after day, even mm. though they say they have the best systems, like, like you can get a burger from McDonald's in Oceanside and a burger from McDonald's in Omaha, Nebraska, and it's the same burger. Interesting, Starbucks, it's a little different, and I don't understand why, but that's a whole other concept. Okay. So I've learned that I spend about close to, if I include taking clients to this place or whatever, I probably spend close to... $8,000 a year at Starbucks. Holy dirt. I do a lot of client meetings. A lot of client. And I'm telling you right now, if you're a real estate agent, right, I want you to go to Starbucks, open up your laptop, get a cup of coffee, set it down on top of the table with a little sign that says, I'm a real estate agent. If you'd like to know what's going on in the, in the current market, ask me questions. Mm. That's it. And just sit at Starbucks. So I spend <laughs> money at Starbucks. Okay. The reason why is because I don't have another Starbucks. There wasn't another company to go to. They were the only coffee shop in my area. And then an amazing thing happened. There was a, no joke, a 200-square-foot coffee shop. No sitting. It was a drive-thru. Okay. I mean, seriously, it looked like one of those little small ice Yeah, like a photo mat. Uh, remember the photo mats? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A place called Black Rock in Oceanside, California. Okay. If anybody goes there, go to Black Rock. Love them, love them, love them. So... We drove past this thing a couple of times, and my wife says, you know what, let's give that a shot. And I'm like, I'm so freaking complacent on my coffee. She's like, you don't like the experience. And I'm like, you know what, you're right. You're right. And I never had a choice before. Now I have a choice. So I drove into BlackRock, and I pull up there. And I said, how you doing? He says, great. He says, my name's JR. What's your name? And I went, whoa. What? <laughs> yeah. I said, my name's Bubba. <laughs> Random. My wife, Beverly. Okay? <laughs> yeah. And I said, look, it's my first time that I've ever been here. Um, at Starbucks, I get an ice quad, Vinci Mocha, light ice, and a whip. And he says, well, here, four shots are come, nat come standard and, and a large coffee, um, and it's only $4 instead of $5.95. And I said, well, that's amazing. And you know what he says next? And he goes, 
and I'll remember your name. Wow. I said, oh. So I said, okay, I got the two drinks, got it, gave him a $2 tip. The difference from the pricing in it, gave him the coffee, right? Got it. So me and my wife, the next day, she goes, hey, we're going back over to BlackRock? And I said, got that right. <laughs> this guy said he's going to remember my Yeah, name. yeah, right. So you know what I did? I drove up in a different car. I drove up in a different car. And this guy goes, Bubba, right? And I went, well, that's not fair. Anybody who hears the name Bubba won't forget the name Bubba. Yeah, right. And he says, and your wife, Beverly. And I went, oh. Boom. Intriguing. And I said, that's correct. He goes, you got an iced and your wife got a hot one. I said, yep. So I told him, right? And he says, great. Hey, by the way, we have these punch cards. This is before Starbucks did this whole gold card crap. Okay. We have a punch card. Every 10, every 10 drinks, you get for free. Okay? So needless to say, when I'm in Oceanside, there is no Starbucks. There's only BlackRock. And I send all my friends there. And why do I do it? Yes. Because of the experience. Mm. The coffee did taste better. I'm going to tell you that. It's the experience. It's getting to know that person. And having a great experience makes me come back. And if I have a problem with the coffee, hey, JR, you know what? This thing wasn't right. Man, I, I screwed up, Bubba. You know what? We'll give you two free ones instead. He cares about his customers. He cares about his customers. So... If you were to judge your company and yourself and your presence and how you present yourself to people, is it really about the paycheck or is it about the experience that they're going to have with you? And are you really telling them what it's going to be? Wow. This guy said, I'm going to remember your name. Right. And immediately I went, it's on. He remembered my name. He remembered my coffee. So as an agent, you could say, I'm going to put your, you know, phone number and your name and everything in my phone, you know, stuff like that, you know, yep. you know, you know what? I'm going to take a picture of your property and it'll be a pre-listing package 24 hours before I get to my appointment to see your house. And you know what? Bam, boom, pre-listing package, photo of the property on there, drive by, you deliver it. It's those kind of things that make you stand out. You're prepping them for the experience. Then, then right. you're actualizing said experience right in front of them. Yep. So I've told this story so many times. I guarantee you I've probably lost. Um, and I tell people, like, I'm in, uh, when I'm in Oregon and Washington, there's other brands. I always say establish a relationship with a local brand because that's what it comes down to. And the rainmakers and the, the brokerage owners and everybody else have to understand one thing. When an agent's talking to a consumer, it's your brand that got them there, but it's them that keeps them there. Huh. That's an extension of your brand. And it's everybody in your company giving them the value of your brand. Very good. Very good. I love it. I love it. Okay. So from what I remember from it, there was three, right? There's yep. three awesome rock solid nuggets to, to advertising and, and, and building uh, the soul of your business and what you do. So what's the third one? Third one. Third one is your past clients. Are you ready for me to give you the best past client program known to mankind that will work? Yes, That's please. Everything I'm talking about in, and it doesn't cost you a freaking dime. Are you ready? Break it down. Here it goes. They're not past clients. You have to open a client concierge department. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been to Motel 6? Yes, I have. Do they have a client concierge department? Can you go to <laughs> the department and... You, know, you see where I'm getting at, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You ever been to the Ritz-Carlton? Yes. 
they get you tickets anywhere and everywhere you want in 3.5 minutes. That's a difference of service. Yes. Because at the end of the day, there's three things that happens in our industry. There's price, quality, and service. So remember this. If I go to Walmart, I'm getting the best price. Am I getting the best quality and service? No, no. If I go to Nordstrom's, I'm not getting a good price, but I'm getting what? The best quality and best service. Best quality right? and service, right. There's a high end, there's a low end, everything, right? There is. So anytime somebody asks me, one, to reduce my commission, I always say this. I'm not a limited service provider. Whoa. If I am to reduce my commissions, it means I have to reduce my marketing, my expenses, and everything else. And I'm sorry, but I can't do that because that's not giving you the full value. Right. If an agent's willing to walk in here before they even know you and willing to reduce it down to 2.5%, what do you think they're doing on the offers that are coming in? Maybe I'm not the best agent for you Whoa. because when I, when I take you as a client, I have to protect you, which means that I have to spend money, marketing, advertising, exposures, everything else, and I'm not willing to limit my services. So if you're looking for a limited service provider, then there's several companies out there. If you're looking to get the highest and best of your property, give me a call. The takeaway is the best close. So there's a script for you. Problem line. Done. There, there, there you go. So the client uh, concierge, uh, is okay. this somebody that follows up on your previous sales yep. uh, and um, and keeps them in your, whatever you want to call it, keeps them under your wing so you get them when they want to refer somebody and you get them when they want to sell again? Pat, you want me to give you the script for a client concierge? Yeah, yeah, please. Hey, do you have a local restaurant that you like? Yep, I like Rocky Run. Rocky Run. It's privately owned, I'm assuming, correct? Yes. Do you know the owner of Rocky Run? I don't know. Okay. Could you meet the owner of Rocky Run? Sure. Okay. If you went to the owner of Rocky Run and said, look, I have had the most amazing experience at your restaurant. Absolutely love it. I've been selling real estate here for the last 15 years. And what I like to do is promote local businesses to my clients and my past clients. I would love for you to be able to provide for me a two-for-one entree coupon or a free dessert that I could share that with my clients to be able to come in and have the same experience. Would you be willing to do that for me? Okay. Okay. So here it goes. Here's your client concierge person that's calling. Look, I promote hiring part-time military. I love part-time military spouses. A lot of them can't get jobs. They get stuck at home. They mm -hmm. can do this from the house. Um, and it, it helps support our military because they're protecting our freedom. So that's just my clause on that. Got it. So they're going to call. Hey, Pat, this is Bubba with Corcoran Consulting and Coaching. And Bob wanted me to give you a call and tell you he had the most phenomenal lasagna at Rocky Road. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Um, last night, he spoke to the owner. And, and he got a two-for-one coupon for you to have a, a two-for-one entree or a free dessert. Would you like me to mail that to you? I can drop it off by the house. Or if you want, I can send you an email. Which one do you prefer? Yeah, just email it to me. That'd be awesome. Great. And just to make sure I have it, what is your current email address? Bam. Yeah. Reconnect, right? Got it all. Upgrading information. Yes. When I hang up that phone, what would you think is, Pat, if I called you, you were a past client, and I offer that to you, what would you think? Oh, that was cool. Appreciate cool. that. Yeah. Any other real estate agents do that? No. Did I ask you for business? No, you did not. If I promoted uh, a, a local entrepreneur company once a month or every other month or every quarter, it gives me a reason to touch my past clients. Yes. It shows them a value. It keeps me top of mind. And I get more by giving than I do receiving. 
and and you just have you hire somebody to just make it could even be part time to just nine bucks make an hour, three hours a day. Nine bucks an hour, three hours a day. That every month they're giving away something free to the past clients, and that's it. That's so it. all you're doing is give, give, giving. Yep. Every month you're not doing anything else, and then reciprocity happens. Because here's this is what happens at the end of it. You say, you know what? Don't forget. You have any friends, family, or coworkers interested in real estate? You say, give me a call. That's it. That's it. Done. So this nine dollar an hour person. See, my goal is everybody looks at a paycheck. I get fifteen thousand dollar commission on a sale. That's great. That means nothing to me. Your fifteen thousand means seventy five to me. Every person that I do business with is going to give me a referral, and that person is going to give me two. Minimal. Hmm. I'm going to sell that guy's house in three in in five to seven years, yeah, and I'm going true. to sell him another one seven to ten years later. Right. We work our butts off to get that first client. However, we stop at the paycheck. Yeah. So and every every commission you check, you get time, exit times five, and say yep. this is what it really is if I do this right. Cost you nine bucks an hour. Most of my clients have a fifty plus referral year over year in business. New business, fifty percent referral. Fifty percent. Oh, fifty percent increase. You mean? Yeah, fifty percent of new business in two thousand seventeen came from referrals, which cost me zero in marketing dollars. Right. That's the you know key. What? Right. Yeah. My donation to nine dollars an hour to a military spouse. That's my duty. Mm. That's free awesome. Money. Stop it. It's free money. Don't call, ask for referrals, business. Get, it's the, the, the art of reciprocity. Give them something. And you, don't, and you don't have to be a salesperson or nope. have call reluctance or whatever because someone else is just calling and giving it away. And here's the next one. I want you to do this. Yeah. I want you to track anybody who buys a house that comes from in town versus out of town. Okay. Because you're going to tag them in your CRM, top producer, whatever. When you want to tag them in town or out of town, create a, a search category. Because when they're out of town, I know everything about my clients. I know their kids, their dog's name, their parents, or grandparents. I know everything, right? So if I don't, I at least know about the age of the kids. Here's the next one. I'm going to have my person call, like, in April to all of my clients, right, that have kids that move from out of town that are boys between the ages of 5 and 17. And I'm going to call with this script. Hey, you know what? Um, um, down at, uh, at, the, at the Rocky Field um, rec park, um, they're having baseball tryouts um, that's coming up next weekend. And I know your son, Aiden's about 10 years old. I didn't know if you played baseball, and I didn't want you to miss the opportunity. Hmm. Oh, God, what did that do? Yeah, love it. That's it, man. Give. There's so many reasons you can give. And that's how you have a relationship. That's awesome. I've done business today with people I did business with 25 years ago, and it's because of the experience. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, Bubba, this has been amazing. I mean, we we talked about a ton of stuff. We came full circle, and there's every, you know, couple of minutes, man, if not more, there was actionable content there was stuff that the the rock star nation out there can use i really appreciate you coming on the show and being so sharing i'm going to put all of bubba's contact information uh the corcoran coaching uh, contact information on hybendigital.com backslash bubba b-u-b-b-a hybendigital.com backslash bubba and uh everything will be there along with the show notes from this call. So Bubba, thanks again. Listen, you have a great day and hopefully, uh, where's your office at now? 
I am in O'Fallon, Illinois. That's right. Well, geez, well, if I'm ever in O'Fallon, Illinois, <laughs> I will uh, I'll get together and we'll break some bread, brother. You got it, buddy. God bless you, man. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this session of Real Estate Rockstars. I'm Pat Hyben, and I appreciate you spending time tuning in for some rock-solid advice. I encourage you to take action on something that you have connected with. These insights, along with goal setting, will help carry you to achieving your destiny. Visit hybendigital.com for resources, how-tos, ebooks, and so much more. Also, reach out to us on Twitter. My handle is at Pat Hyben. And don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.